Hey, Keith, this is Ann Wilson. I wanted to pray for you. Um, ever since Rachel told me about your wife, I've had such a place in my heart for you. I've been praying for you. My, my parents told my parents about it, and they've been praying for you. And there's just such a deep um, pain when we lose someone, as you know, and it's just so painful. And um, part of really the, the biggest reason of what I do is um, why I do what I do is to, to bring people closer to the Lord and to um, just help people walking through the loss of a loved one. So I just wanted to send you this prayer and encourage you with this today. Um, Jesus, I thank you so deeply for Keith. God, I thank you for his heart, his ministry. Thank you for the way in which you have um, just been such an incredible, faithful father to him and his life and the way that you loved him um, through everything. God, I um, know firsthand what it's like to lose someone. And so I pray, Jesus, that you would just comfort the depths of his heart right now in your name. God, I thank you for Sue, for the wonderful life that she lived, God, for the wife that she was and the mother that she was. And God, I pray that as Keith and his children go through this next season, as they continue to grieve this precious, precious loss, God, would you be their comforter? Would you be their healer? Would you be their friend and their father? God, would you give them all that they need to push through this tragedy and bring them to a place of rest and peace and abundance? And Lord, I know that sometimes we're never really going to have full peace over losing a loved one. There's always going to be that pain. But God, would you give them the reasons in which you um, have this plan for, Lord? Would you reveal to Keith, Lord, what you're doing through this loss? I believe that you do not waste a tear, you do not waste tragedy, and you do not waste loss. And so, Lord, would you use this, Lord, for your good, God? Would you, um, through the, the loss of Sue, would you bring people closer to you for your glory and your name? And God, I thank you again for Keith. I, I pray over his children that as they walk through this tragedy, God, that you would um, comfort them, God, surround them with people to get them through and to be such an encouragement for them. And Lord, I pray blessings over him and his family. I pray peace. And Lord, would you just be the comforter, Lord, in such a deep and intimate way. And Lord, we love you. Thank you, God, that we don't have to walk through things alone. Thank you that when we do pass through the waters, that you will be with us and that we have you as our friend and our father. And so I just pray all this in your precious and holy name, I pray. Amen. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. Hi, I'm Keith Stevens. I want to welcome Ann Wilson to the I Love That Song podcast. Hi, Ann. Hey, Keith. What was life like for you growing up in Lexington, Kentucky? Oh, I loved it. It was amazing. Um, Kentucky is all about horses and farmland. And so it was just really fun to be in that environment. And then my granddad owns a farm in Kentucky. It's about an hour and a half from Lexington. Are you serious? um, Yes, it is absolutely beautiful. It's 700 acres. It's been in the family for like five or six generations. Wow. And, um, it is just a beautiful place that I, I really love to go just to find um, rest and peace. And especially when I'm just wanting to get closer to the Lord, I find that that's the place that that happens at. So um, I really loved growing up in Kentucky. I loved being in that farm environment all the time and all the horses and just the beautiful rolling hills. It's such a great place to grow up. I just was there a couple of days ago and I was like, it's just such a gift when I get to go and um, just spend time with the Lord there. It's very special too. Is that where you learned to play guitar? Like out on the farm? Yeah, a little bit. So my brother um, was very into guitar. He was always really into music and um, he would take me to the farm every weekend and we would um, just uh, listen to music on the way there in the car. And then when we get there, sometimes he'd pull out his guitar and play some songs. And that was kind of where that inspiration started. And um, and then once I got into music and I started actually, you know, pursuing the Lord in, in this, you know, Christian music space, that's yeah. kind of when 
um, I wanted to pick up guitar and start playing that a little bit more. So I grew up playing piano, but guitar is more of a recent thing, but I absolutely love it. Oh, no, it's fantastic. And you do so well in your videos, especially Sunday sermons. So that's oh, really fun, to, really fun to see. And so you kind of fit right into that whole vibe since you grew up in Kentucky and you were out on the yes. farm and that kind of thing. Is that kind of the inspiration for doing the video a little bit? A little bit, yeah. We wanted, we, with that video, we wanted to create a storyline that really spoke to just how um, we can all be going through different things in life, but remembering what the core of our heart is, and that's to love others and to love Jesus. And um, so we kind of made a storyline of that video of this man, you know, walking through a really hard time and then passing the homeless guy on the side of the road yeah. and passing by and, and not really acknowledging, but then coming back to him and, and giving him money. And um, once he saw his home church that he grew up in, it reminded him of all of the Sunday sermons he was taught and all of the training that he received there and all of the encouragement. And so. Uh, we just wanted to create a video with kind of a, that beautiful storyline. Um, yeah, definitely with growing up in Kentucky and especially with my brother, he had this big truck and we would always listen to country music um, every single day. And so in that environment and I wanted to create kind of that like storyline in this music video as well. And so um, we got that old truck in there and we kind of wanted it to feel like that Kentucky vibe. Yeah, it's so great. And it's so great that you ride in the back of the pickup truck, kind of like kids like we used to do when we were young, too, back before there were all these rules and things. Yes, I did. <laughs> Isn't that great, just sunshine being in the back of that truck and riding along? Yes, it's so fun, so free. Every one of those Sunday sermons, every time that crowd would sing, I could hear my Savior call and telling me how much he loves me. No matter what the world throws at me, I know his word is true. It all started with heart stirring, spirit moving, Sunday sermons. Devil gonna try and take me out of that church, but you can't take the church out of me. Devil gonna try and take me out of that church, but you can't take the church out of me. And so uh, tell me, uh, being from Kentucky, did you ride horses then on your uh, grandfather's farm? I did a little bit when I was younger, and then I uh, got thrown off of one. <laughs> I was like, not for me anymore. I'm not doing this. So I don't I don't ride horses anymore, but I used to when I was little. I'm so sorry. That's That had to be oh, scary. That had to be scary. scary. It's like horses like can do things just randomly, and they can just decide to throw you off of them at any point. And um, I've never really been much into horses anyway, so... Um, I just never really picked it back up. But it is fun, you know, to do that every now and then, especially being able to take a horse out on the farm and just explore more of the farm. That's always really fun for me. I was a real thin little kid um, in grade school. It's hard to believe I, when I got older, I put on more weight. I've gone the other way. Now I'm trying to get back to being thin again. But <laughs> I, when I was... Um, in grade school, I guess third or fourth grade, we were out in Wyoming at a dude ranch. I was on a horseback ride with other kids and there was a, a leader, but I remember she started to trot a little bit and then do like a slow mm. gallop. And I was so lightweight in that saddle that I started sliding sideways on the saddle. Oh no. Right? Uh, so, yes, you know, that was scary. Yes, and my saddle started sliding because I wasn't really heavy enough to keep it on there, hard to believe, but I wasn't, and so I was almost <laughs> perpendicular to the ground. I yelled, I'm falling off, I'm falling off, oh, and, they, no. and they stopped, and I did not fall, but it was one of the scariest moments, and so I can yeah. feel for what you went through and yeah. I think you made a good decision now. You're like, I'm not getting on those horses again. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. And congratulations on the song, My Jesus. Yeah. 
Um, I feel when I hear that in Sunday sermons, they have a similar vibe to it. They have a similar feel. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of that like underlying sound that I feel like my songs have that I really actually worked for that. So I wanted to create songs that have this country like Kentucky Southern right. feel to it. Right. So. right. That's what I mean by that. Like it sounds great. Like it's a similar uh, evangelical approach and they're they're bold they're you know you don't have to interpret what you're singing about there's no question is that on purpose for you and is that the way you write and that's the way you sing absolutely i'm very i'm very into this for jesus and his glory and um when i felt like the lord called me to music was after my brother passed away um almost five years ago now and that was kind of a moment that i was like i just feel like god's calling me to music and i want to do it all for him his glory and so one of the ways that I songwrite is definitely by um, writing real songs that are completely and totally just like honest and real and raw and so these two songs Let Me Sermons and My Jesus were specifically that you know I, I don't want to write a song that's not true to me or true to my story and so both of those songs have really been true to my story um, of growing up in church and finding Jesus in a different way than maybe you think that I would have and um, just experiencing his love in a tangible way and so that kind of was the goal for, for those two songs as well as my record that's out. It's just writing real songs that point people to Jesus and bring glory to his name and that people can relate to. How did your brother pass away? I'm sorry about that for you. Yeah, thank you. He passed away in a car accident. Um, it was kind of a tragic, just random thing, and he didn't even make it to the hospital. It was one of those situations mm. where he passed away on impact. So mm. um, it'll be five years on June 7th. Mm. So it's coming up um, for the half a decade. And uh, yeah, it's, it's always hard uh. having to walk through something like that. I know that um, you recently have I've lost your wife and I'm yes. so very sorry for that. That is so painful. And, um, I think for me, it, just my own story is when I've lost, when I lost Jacob and going through this tragedy, it, it just brought me closer to the Lord in ways that I would have never expected yeah. it to. Yeah. And I've found comfort in Jesus. And I just never would have thought that you could receive so much comfort from the Lord, yeah. um, in this way. So he's the only one that can bring you through a tragedy like this and, mm. uh, the only one that you can cling to. And was there a scripture that you hung on to in particular during that time when you lost your brother? Did anything come to mind like the Lord gave you a word or anything like that? Because it was true for me and I'll share mine in a moment, but I'm wondering from you, did you yeah. have something? I did. So um, about four or five days after my brother passed away, we were going through his room, um, his childhood room, and we found all these Bible verses, the same verse on different note cards all over his room. And it was First Peter 5.10. And it said, um, and after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace will himself confirm, restore, and establish you. And we just remember, like, me and my family, my mom, dad, and sister, kind of reading those notes and just being like, this was specifically meant for us. Like, Jacob wrote these down specifically for us to have. And we started to see about two and a half years after that suffering, you know, and after you've suffered for a little while, and then we started to see how God was restoring us, confirming us, establishing us into a new season. 
and how just incredibly gracious he was being. And so that verse has kind of been our rock as we've gone through this season of, of losing him. And um, it's been so powerful for us. But I would love to hear about yours. That's always so special. Yes, mine was from Isaiah 43, uh, verse 2. And it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And as I stood by the graveside of my precious, precious wife, who I knew for 42 or 43 years, we met at 13, you know, or 12, but we were married 30 years. I said, Father God, the only way I'm standing here and not breaking is because you're with me. And then when I was, you know, a few weeks later, I was in the house and I thought, oh, I'm going to rearrange a few pieces of furniture in the family room. And I we got this red chair, and I, don't, I would never buy a red chair, but it was some red chair, you know? It was really nice, a leather chair. I thought, ah, oh, this doesn't go. What am I gonna do? And I went down to the basement just for something, and I saw we had bought artwork from a Christian bookstore years ago when there used to be Christian bookstores, brick and mortar, you know? You could walk in and buy yeah. stuff. before. Yeah. It seems like in our area, a lot of them have closed down. But um, Sue and I bought a beautiful piece of artwork. It had ships on it, and it was in deep maroon reds. And it had beautiful ships on it. It was a nice, large size piece of artwork. And on the bottom it said, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And I'm like, Lord, Father God, that's it. Thank you. And I rushed upstairs with this and I hung it on the wall at one of those tiny little hooks. And I put it up there next to the red chair. And I said to Thomas, my youngest son, I said, that, that is it right there. That's the word. That's what God gave me a few weeks ago, and here it is on the wall, wow, not by that's chance. So powerful. And I said to and I said to Thomas, I said, and that will never, ever leave the wall for the next 30 oh, years. Wow. Hey Ann, I know you lost your brother a while back. What would you say to him right now if he could hear you now? I would say thank you for being the best big brother you could have ever been for encouraging me, pushing me to excellence in everything, um, for all the lectures you give me, for all the times that you would point me closer to the Lord, even when I necessarily didn't want that or would fight back on that. But all of those times is what led me closer to God. All of those times is what um, brought me closer to Him and strengthened me and encouraged me. And now, you know, five years later, I'm able to be stronger than ever and and able to um, stand firm in my beliefs and and all the things that I used to struggle with, I I don't anymore because of your encouragement and your love. And um, you were just such an incredible um, person and I look up to you in so many ways. And I feel like I I wrestled with a lot of that was in the beginning of like, oh, well, I wish I had him longer. I I wish I was able to learn more from him. And then it was like, God kind of was revealing to me that he gave me everything I needed to know when he was with me alive. And that's kind of what I have to, to take on with me now for the rest of my days here on earth. And um, it was just a, that was a powerful perspective when I, when I felt like I received that from the Lord. So Jacob, I love you and I miss you. And you know, I believe that somehow or another, just like my precious Sue, Jacob is looking down through portholes of heaven and is with you, you know, in those special mm-hmm. moments of your life. Do you feel that? I feel that with Sue. I feel like my son David got married to Carissa and we wanted Sue to be there, but I felt like she was looking down and her presence, yeah. you know, we're taking the good things. And I thank God Absolutely. for the life he gave me with her, just like you're thanking mm-hmm. God for the life he gave you with Jacob. Uh, Was he older or younger? 
He was older. He was mm. eight years older. Mm. So he's a precious brother to you. Yes, yeah. definitely. And you know, the other thing I wanted to say is, isn't it true, Anne, that these things will either make you sink or swim? But I'm swimming. How about you? Oh, same here. That's so amazing. Yeah. Such a good perspective. And do you have any advice for somebody who has lost somebody in their life and what you have learned from this situation? Yeah. I would say that the only person, the only thing that's going to bring you comfort is Jesus. And sometimes it can be hard in the moment of losing a loved one where you kind of have this decision, like, are you going to, or in in any loss in any matter, but are you going to trust the Lord and lean on Him, or are you going to lean on your own understanding and walk the whole thing out by yourself? And from experience, I can tell you that the only way that you're going to be able to get through the tragedy and whatever it is that you're walking through is by clinging to Jesus, by holding on to the hope that He gives us. And there is tremendous comfort in the Lord and um, in His love. And so I would just highly encourage you to cling to Him um, and to find your comfort from Him. And I think also when we decide to give our pain to the Lord, when we decide to worship Him in our pain and during our suffering, He blesses us abundantly for that. I think the Lord knows how hard it is sometimes to trust Him in this crazy world that we live in. And so um, when we decide to do that and give Him our trust, there's such blessing, an abundant blessing on the other side of it. So um, I know that it's so hard with whatever it is that we can walk through in this life, but we have the hope of Jesus, and that's an incredible thing. Amen. Very well said, and from somebody who's experienced it. You've done a lot. The Bible says, let no one despise your youth. Set an example for the believers. That's what I love about you. Thank you for standing strong. Thank you so um, much. God bless you and your ministry. Go get them. You're going to do great. Hey, thanks a lot, Keith. Hey, I just want to thank Ann Wilson for being a part of the I Love That Song podcast. I want to thank you for your listenership. I Love That Song is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of University of Northwestern St. Paul. Thanks for listening. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song.